What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to Cinephiles Digest. This is episode 114, and we've got a double header of featured reviews this week. We're going to be talking about the new Brandon Cronenberg film, Infinity Pool, as well as the indie horror sensation, Skinamarink. Should be a fun one. Can't wait to see where that conversation goes. But before we get into the movies, let me introduce my co-host, Travis. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matthew. Hello, hello. And Paris. What's up, what's up? I might be dying. Thank you for having me. Well, aren't we all? Um, <laughs> One day at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mine might be sooner than most. Like, maybe today, in fact. Well, as long as you can make it through the episode, that's what matters. Right? That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how's uh, how's everybody doing? Sounds like... Uh, Paris is recovering. Travis, you're getting ready. Oh, yeah. You're cra- it's barely noon, and you're crushing a 15% bourbon barrel-aged stout. So, I mean, you're ready to party. That, that is, quote, horse cock A horse sized. cock of a can. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going to have a, a killer Saturday night, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be... Uh, Going to the local uh, dive bar to see a 90s cover band, yep, called Anti-Shock. It's going to be sweet. It probably won't be sweet, but they're closing for like six weeks because they're renovating their stage. So my mom's VIP. She's got a she's got a table save for us. So going uh, <laughs> <be>, uh, <laughs> to be front row and center and listen to some fucking uh, some Soundgarden, Are hopefully you, uh, some Creed in there. Are you pre-gaming at Beach Cat? Uh, no. No? I'm just going to get tanked at The Beach. Nice. That's the name of the venue. Probably order some poutine. It's going to be big time. Big time fun. Um, okay. Is there anything in particular anybody wanted to bring up before? Uh, we've got a little side conversation we're going to have before we get into the reviews. But anything pressing? Any stories? Any news? Uh, who do you got for the Super Bowl? Go Birds. Fly Eagles fly. Yep, same here. Paris, I'm sure you're, you have strong opinions, right? Oh yeah, bud. The strongest opinions. Um, fun fact, (laughs) I kept seeing a bunch of things about the Super Bowl and I was like, when is that anyway? And this was, uh, uh, Friday, uh, and I was like, oh, it's on Sunday. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who Good the teams are that are playing? I feel like one of the teams is the Chiefs. That mm-hmm. is true. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yes. I could not for the life of me. I have no idea who they're playing. We did give Absolutely. you a hint. I, no we lit- I literally said the name of the team, but... Yeah, he said something about birds. Is it the Ravens? Different bird. No. There's a lot of birds. Maybe we should go down the Eagles? This yes. Bingo. There you go. Eagles Chiefs. It's going to be huge. Hmm. Hey, remember the Very second time American. we ever hung out, Paris? It was uh, the Super I was Bowl. thinking about that. <laughs> that was uh, Broncos I, Panthers. <laughs> I also didn't know it was the Super Bowl that day or something. There was. I remember there was a, like, oh, I guess it's the Super Bowl. Let's find a place to hang out. I remember that was the first time uh, we had tachos, and then mm. from that moment on, we made tachos like a bunch at your house because mm-hmm. it was like 
that was revolutionary i remember beyonce had a commercial and i was like what i could not tell you anything about that game though uh broncos won i remember that much that was a great game Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Uh, we were barely watching we were doing more people watching than football watching oh yeah that we were doing that thing that you do when you like make up stories about people Mm -hmm. that you like in strangers that's Mm -hmm. such a fun game you guys are so cool we're very cool (laughs) 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 we just got hammered and made stories up made up stories we were very very drunk that's why i was like i barely remember there being a game on we were hammered Well, uh, do you guys plan on watching it this weekend? I'm going to watch it. Do you yeah. care? Any big plans? Yeah, I'm just going over to my parents' house. My mom's making chili. My dad's making guacamole. And nice, I'm getting drunk. Nice. So I'm going over cool. to a friend's house. Should be mm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paris is going to sleep. Right? I'm actually hanging out with a friend of the pod, Haley T., um, not to be confused with Haley C, Matt's fiance. Um, but yeah, no, I literally didn't know it was a Super Bowl, so I'm like, okay, I guess we're just gonna hang out at your house because probably going anywhere is gonna be a fucking shit show. Eh, depends on where you go. You gotta go to a place with no TVs. <laughs> go to Stumbling Monk. <laughs> <laughs> they don't cater to the football crowd. <laughs> of all the places in all of Seattle, Stumbling Monk. I love Stumbling Monk. I know, I mean, he, but he's not wrong though. <laughs> you go to a place without TVs, it's probably going to be dead. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, she's in White Center, so we might uh we would probably go somewhere around there. Does Stumbling Monk pride themselves on no TVs or something? Don't fill me in here. No, Matt just... just used to be fucking cream as jeans over that place. I it never really like got it. Like it was a cool Matt would be into. <laughs> yeah, like it was a cool <laughs> spot, but it was just like another you know, beer bar or whatever. Like, I didn't really mm. get it. Oh, beer bar. Yeah. Oh, you right. have you never I'm been in. to Stumbling Monk? No, I did, never even heard of it. Oh, dude, it was right down the street from where I lived on Capitol Hill. Oh. I liked it because it wasn't, uh, it was usually wasn't super crowded. So you could go there, you get a table, right. they had good beer. The guy who owns the place is usually the one, was usually the Maybe one Maybe you took us and... once when I didn't care about beer. Maybe. It's pretty small. That sounds about right. It's also pretty <laughs> shitty, too. It's like... The, the that's what i mean like i like, never <laughs> yeah like it was like thing. not <laughs> i remember you were so into i feel like it's just because it was within walking distance so you could literally stumble home walking distance and it's capitol hill so most places capitol are kind of sucks my though, vibe. if you're uh well not yeah, a bro just... <laughs> no just getting in and out of capitol hill is a nightmare and parking, it's just... Right. Well, that's, that's yeah. why when Matt suggested Stumbling Monk, I was like, I'm not going to go to Capitol Hill on Super Bowl Sunday. Are you fucking joking me? Like, yeah, that, that seems like rough. the worst possible idea. Fair. All right. Let's quit boring the listeners with right. local haunts in Seattle. <sighs> okay. Um, before we do our reviews, uh, we were just going to have a little brief uh, convo because we forgot to cover it in our best of... 2002, 2002, Jesus, 2022 episode. Uh, what are our most anticipated films of 2023? Uh, I'll open up the floor. Travis, you want to go first? Uh, do we give just one? I give as many as you got. Well, I guess I'm just excited for the day. I don't know the the date exactly, but um, Oppenheimer and Barbie. It's going to be a huge weekend, and um, 
Probably the movie, the two movies I'm most excited for right now. Oh right, I forgot they're coming out the same day. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna do a double feature? I don't know. That's that's a lot. <laughs> I don't want to like blow my load too much in one day, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you gotta like wait at least fifteen minutes between those two. I don't want to overstimulate myself. That's true. That's a lot of stimulation. <laughs> a lot of stimulation. <laughs> um, I, I I was struggling to even think of like what is coming out this year. Oppenheimer and Barbie, sure. Um, I don't really care about Marvel the, Slate. The new Scorsese, right? Is that this year? Is there a date for that yet? Well, is it just never going to come out? I feel like it's done, right? I think so. Kill, killing Moon or whatever it is. Killing, killing Sacred, the Flower Moon. Killing Moon. moon flower Moon. Yeah, something, something Killing Moon. Um, John Wick Chapter 4, obviously, is going to be huge. <coughs> That's March, I think, or April. I, I did know. see that the, the Exorcist remake is coming out this year, the David Gordon Green one. Yeah. He is that I mean, I'm fucking not guy overly gonna... excited about it, but I'm curious. Oh, that's um, Ari Aster's new movie looks interesting. Bo was afraid. Oh yeah, have you guys seen the trailer? I was for just that? about to mention that. Yeah, I Joaquin the Phoenix and Ari Aster. Woo! Yeah, I don't a, need to know anything more. Also, that dinosaur movie with uh, Adam Driver. Sixty-five, absolutely yeah, not. That looks like hot dog garbage. <laughs> no way. That's gonna be a, a contender for best of the year. Um, what else? Oh, Evil Dead Rise actually looks pretty freaky. I saw the trailer for the first time a couple weeks ago, and it was a little scary. I was uh usually don't get freaked out by trailers, but I was into it. Oh, Dune, duh, Dune Part Two comes out this year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Does it? I thought it was next year. I think it's end of this year. Yep. Oh, it was supposed shit. to come out in October, but then it got pushed to November, so it should come out this year. Indiana Jones and the Pick of Destiny. That's going to be huge. Not interested. <laughs> I know that you guys don't care about it, but Quantumania, um, Across the Spider-Verse, um, the oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, all those I'm very, very excited about. Oh, damn. Is this the year I get back into Marvel? I don't know. No. I hope not. <laughs> well, so, I mean, did you watch Loki, the show? Okay, so I feel like to get, from what I can tell from the trailers of Quantumania, there's a character in there nope. that is better if you have watched Loki, because then you already know who the character is. This is exactly why I stopped. Uh, yeah, I, I just gave up on Marvel. It's well, I know. That's why, you don't that's why when you said, is this the, the year you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's why when you're like, is this the year I fall back in love with? I'm like, probably not, because... You know, I didn't say fall back in love with. I just said watch. <laughs> I think he did. I think uh, let's roll the tape. Let's yeah, roll the tape. I'm pretty sure if this is true. Did. Yeah. Stop. Rewind that. All right, well, we'll see. We'll check the tape. I'll edit in the correction if I have to. You won't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, Roosevelt by Scorsese with Leo is supposed to come out in July. Roosevelt. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> what happened That's to killing killing flowers in the moon time space continuum or whatever? Alright, well I don't know. Title change? <laughs> oh, maybe it's called Roosevelt now? Is it Roosevelt or Roosevelt? It's Roosevelt. That's how Roosevelt is spelled, Matt. No, Are I you know. Dumb? I know, but Scorsese's making a movie about Roosevelt? 
and Which Leo's one? Yeah. Theodore. Supposedly. Oh, Teddy, huh? Mm. Pre-production. There's no way it's coming out this year if it's in pre-production. How boring, Scorsese. Come on, dude. How many years you got left? You're fucking wasting it on When are we getting Hugo, too? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we also haven't mentioned this, but one of my uh, top, 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 top most anticipated films of the year is Renfield, for sure. It's got vampires. It's camp. It's Nicolas Cage as motherfucking Dracula. Are you joking me right now? This is everything I wanted from Vampire's Kiss and more. I'm so excited. I think you could have just opened and closed with Nicolas Cage. Like mm-hmm. that. Also, I love, I hate this type of writing, but it's in the trailer. You know, when Aquafina is like, did I just see you chop off that guy's arm with the... Like, <laughs> did I just see that? I hate that type of writing. Like comic, like characters, just like Marvel does it all the time. Just like commenting on things that are happening. Did that just happen? You're right, Matt. No one in real life ever goes, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Let me talk about the situation that just happened. No. They just experience things and then move on with their lives. This is true, but specifically in movies where it's like people are doing like supernatural stuff, characters like, "Did yeah, that guy no, just I... turn into a bat and fly away?" Like, I, I no do know what you mean. I That moment in the trailer was pretty cringe. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking of this more as, like, pure camp. Like, it's going to be bad, but it's going to be amazing. It does look fun. That is true. All right. Well, anyway, fun convo. 2023 is going to be huge. We had to struggle to even think of movies. Well, besides Travis, because his, his best day of the year is going to be in July. So he's had it on the calendar for probably 12 months now. <laughs> Did you guys know that they're making another Hunger Games movie? Really? She, I yeah, know she made a fourth book, but... Oh, oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know, know she that. wrote a book. I guess she wrote a prequel, mm-hmm. and this is the movie oh. based on that prequel. It's it? like, just shut up, right? Yeah, those movies were mid. Hey, I love the first one. I haven't seen it in a while, but... First oh, one? The, book, the, second the first book... The first the first and second books are great. The third book is trash. I, yeah, I, I haven't read the prequel. I went into the first one cold. Didn't even. I mean, I knew like the premise, but like, you know, didn't read the book. Okay, and you guys loved it. The Wonka movie with our boy T. Show. No, thank you. I mean, okay, wow, that is not the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> I, I'll watch it, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not o- over the moon for it. Who's, who's even making that piece of shit? It's anybody from, notable? Uh, the Paddington director. Oh, it's not Paul Paddington King? 3. I'm not interested. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Get T-Shall in Paddington 3 and I'm in. Oh, yeah. That would be huge. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Barf. Dude, the internet would break if that fucking happened. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, okay. That's enough. That's enough juicing. You guys ready to get into our first featured review? Let's do it. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, we are going to be starting with Infinity Pool. So Infinity Pool is the latest film from Brandon Cronenberg, son of a little-known Canadian director, uh, David Cronenberg. Um, The film stars Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, uh, other people, who cares? Those are the headlines right there. And then plot synopsis. 
James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of La Tolca when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. What did you guys think of Infinity Pool? Who wants to go first? I can go first if no one's chomping at the bit. Mm-mm. I'm champing, not chomping. No. Shut All up. Right. <laughs> I just want to note that Paris unmuted herself for half a second just to tell me to shut up and then remuted herself. <laughs> it's not the first time. It- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Infinity Pool. I liked it a lot. Um, it's uh, been a couple weeks since I've seen it. I saw it opening weekend, so... It might be a little more fresh in your guys' mind, but um thought it had quite a bit to say, but um wasn't really too heavy handed or over the top with its uh commentary. Love the way it looked. It was maybe a little try hard at times and maybe a little bit of a rehash of possessor in terms of visuals, but um I did like what Cronenberg was laying down and um yeah, some great imagery. Um, I w- will note that um, an uncensored version is coming. and um, The dong cut? That could be what puts it over the top hmm. for me, is that cut. I got Haley to see this movie with me because I told her she would get to see Skarsgård's dong. And she didn't, so... We're pre- she's pre What a fucking let, let down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had a good time with it overall. Um, I feel like it is maybe retreading the same ground as some other recent movies or even like TV shows and stuff. But, um, you know, in a world where there's nothing original and everything's been done and all that, I will take a movie like Infinity Pool over like 80% of the movies that we get. Mm. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'll start with Infinity Pool. Okay. Well, I'll pick up what you're putting down and then I'll uh, put it right back down uh, (laughs) because this is a profoundly (laughs) stupid movie. And um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, it's funny that you said you think it has a lot to say because I think this movie has nothing to say. I think he's rehashing imagery that was put to better use in Possessor. And uh, Mia Goth is the only thing that was keeping me invested. Um, she is unhinged and kind of uh, kind of makes me think the movie is kind of like in on the joke. Like I get there's like an element of satire, but her performance was like just seeing where it goes is what carried me through the movie. Um, I really like I guess to your point, I would definitely take this movie over. of what's in theaters because even if I ultimately uh, did not like it uh, it was at least you know interesting to watch I was never bored but I do think Brandon Cronenberg is at this point maybe a bit of a hack Um, I think he blew his load with Possessor and uh, you know getting big time Nepo baby vibes which is kind of what this movie is and uh, but it's not actually saying anything about anything (laughs) I haven't seen Brandon Cronenberg's first movie but if you put Brandon Cronenberg's last three films up against David's last three films. Brandon is winning the war. Mm, yeah, but you saying. you put up 
Brandon's first three films up against Cronenberg's first three films? No. Well, Damn. no, his early stuff isn't that great. It's super like mm. student film almost. Dude, Shivers. Yeah, I'm Shivers gonna, rules. I like Shivers for what it is, but like compare Shivers to this or Possessor, it, it's just not even fair. I feel like you can't compare like a, a, a no one director working on a budget of nothing versus compare Neko it to baby. like funded with daddy's money. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> aping his dad's style. No, I know. Like, I, I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying that. Well, I mean. I think it's time to turn the torch over to uh, Brandon. And I'm not saying Brandon has like established himself as like this great filmmaker, but I do like what he's done so far. And I do like a lot of David Cronenberg's stuff, but his recent stuff is not my vibe. Mm. We need to snuff the guy's torch before he gets too far, I think. Brandon, not David. We got to end the reign of terror before he gets uh, his head too big. Um, okay, so that's a good place to start. Paris, you're going to have to be the tiebreaker here. What did you think of Infinity Pool? Shockingly, I am very, very, very mixed on Infinity Pool. <laughs> I left the theater and I was upset because my expectations were sky high and I really felt let down. And I was upset at the lack of meaning, mm-hmm. at the lack of message, mm-hmm. at the uh, what an interesting and engaging concept, and it just basically wasn't like utilized well enough. I think, like it, 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 and then certain things just kind of didn't make sense. So that's how he felt immediately upon leaving the movie and i saw this with kurt and he felt the same way we were both like oh fucking a like what did we just what what did we just do to ourselves but then i upon having some time to reflect i think i do like this movie more than my initial reaction because i think the problem is my expectations were sky high and I wanted it to be more than what it was. So I think a lot of the things I like about it are superficial. Like I love the style for also for reference, this is, I've never seen any of Brandon's Cronenberg's work prior. So you guys are like, he's aping his himself, but I, I, I wouldn't know about that. So I, I love the style, loved the graphic nature. Although I will say there were moments in this where I was like, I feel like I should be having a more visceral reaction, but being on the digest with y'all has made me, I feel like more immune (laughs) to, uh, graphic horror. Oh yeah. We watched some crazy shit over there on the, on the digest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, interesting. Okay. Well, so I am curious. You say sky high expectations. Is it just because the trailer was just like, went so fucking hard for you? You were like, sign me up. Skarsgård, Mia Goth. Like, yes. what was it? Is is that what it was? Just the trailer? It was the trailer. And also, like, I know Brandon Cronenberg's supposed to be kind of this, like, uh, I don't even know what you call it. What, uh, He's not a, a provocateur. Yeah, yeah. And I like that kind of stuff, right? Like, I like... I also like, like you guys are like, it's better than 80% of the movies out there. Like, it seemed like an interesting horror movie. And again, covering so many horror movies with y'all, like, I really was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be something different. And it kind of had like a, what I like, 
or, or a, a, a theme that I like, which is like sci-fi that's like not really in a sci-fi setting. It's like in a real world setting. Love that. And so I was really, really excited for all of that. And I just feel like it didn't deliver on that promise. And the message was basically like, rich people are bad. Am I right? And I'm like, yeah. I think there's a little more going on than that. Okay. What? Okay. I mean, can you expand on that? So yeah, I guess I want to touch on Brandon Cronenberg real quick, and I don't, I don't necessarily think he like is deserving of like wild acclaim just yet. And part of me agrees a little bit with what Matt is saying about him, but again, I will fall back on what I said about just like at least this is interesting and is doing a lot of things that I like. Um, Maybe it wasn't ultimately satisfying on the like premise, kind of like alluding to Paris's expectations, but just like thinking about movies like like a couple movies from last year, um, a love song and two Leslie. They're like uh, two indie dramas that are pretty much like only worth watching for the performances, but it's really nothing new i'm just so over movies like that where it's just like you know there's maybe one redeeming quality but like it gets a super high rating because of that and but it's like i don't know there's nothing new to say it just like beat by beat feels like a dozen other movies that you've seen before and not saying that this movie is like wholly original but i do think it has somewhat of a interesting premise and it is somewhat original and um i just like the yeah like the imagery and some of the ideas at play now, you know it's so oh oh no go ahead bears i was gonna say it's so interesting travis that you were describing that because as you were saying that i was thinking like i thought you were gonna be like yeah because that's what this movie is because exactly like when you were saying that like just something that where the performances are really amazing but there's not much value outside of that and like obviously like i said there's a there are other things but they're more surface level and i think that for something that has such an original premise to not do anything original with that to kind of go with these tired tropes or and like kind of a tired message like and have imagery for the sake of imagery and not really do much with that i don't know i just and and not to say i'm probably coming off harsher than i mean to because i did ultimately i I think i ultimately fell on the positive side of this movie but i just feel like it was just so funny when you said that because i was like oh yeah you're talking about this movie right (laughs) because that's that that is ultimately like how i felt i think it's just tired nothing Mm. new yeah but everything's tired and i will touch on some of the the ideas that I think that are, are in the movie. Um, the the more obvious one, in my opinion, would be just like the commentary on the rich and how they're able to like basically buy themselves out of trouble that they get into. Um, I mean, you could take that probably a couple different ways, but I definitely think that's at play. Well, so I want you to keep going. I want to hear the other things, but like my exactly with what you said, like what what specifically is the commentary like saying rich people can get away with anything is not actually saying anything like for me like the the commentary is so superficial i think is the word the parish used because it's like well duh rich I, people can get away with I, it like it's not interesting that they can just literally buy their way out of trouble 
like I don't think that's actually saying anything. I but guess it's that why also I think plays into the concept, which makes it a little more interesting, like with the whole cloning of yourself and. Well, okay. So I was gonna ask, like, do we consider the? Because it's not in the trailer what the actual conceit of the movie is, right? Because I didn't know when that happened. I was like, oh, okay, that's where this movie is going. So I wasn't sure if we yeah, want to. We're considering that spoiler. spoiler or not. Right. There is there is a trailer that has that. There is okay. Because I yeah I I knew about that before. I didn't remember until it came up, and I was like, oh yeah, I did see this in the trailer. Well, so do we want to do do we want to do spoilers for this movie, or do we want to? just like have an open conversation because like my biggest issue with the movie boils down to the conceit like when i said this movie is profoundly stupid it's because i think the conceit is stupid so do we do we want to do like a general impressions in the spoiler section or do we just want to like open it up i mean i I I want you to finish what you said travis i can um talk around it i can yeah like tread lightly on spoilers um yeah i'm fine with that as well we okay. can probably just keep it general. I mean, yeah, it might be mild spoilers if you continue to listen. So if you really want to go in fresh, maybe come back later. And I do think that this would benefit from going in fresh. I feel like having the concept spoiled for me a little bit in one of the trailers was a little like I, I think it would have been better if I if I hadn't had that. Sure. Okay. Well, anyway, before Travis, I didn't mean to. Well, no, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. Cut you um, off. <laughs> Continue with the the commentary. Another thing, and I don't know if this has been. This might be an original thought or take here. I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard it or seen it anywhere, but I think it plays into the title as well. And I think it is a film about going off the deep end in terms of maybe your morals or even like drug addiction. Um, it just. I, I don't know. The thing that I really liked about the movie in terms of like themes or what it was trying to say was like, it's like commenting on how you can like basically peel these layers away until you get to like, maybe you could call it your true self or like your primal self or something like that. But there's like right. something that is like peeling away your morality till you become like, you know, kind of like a, a predator or animalistic. And then also I think it does play into like, this like drug addiction where like and you know, there are drugs being consumed in the movie but there's, there's a little bit more going on than just like you know drug taking drugs or whatever but just the the idea of like once you go down that path you're never really like the same and I think the ending really plays into it where it's just like okay well now what like I can't really go back to living a normal life and just like the imagery of the ending I thought was really cool thinking of it in that sense yeah it was sort of like you know if you had the opportunity to have pure hedonism like how far would you go and where is your breaking point and how much would the people around you be able to influence you and 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 i do think that that is an interesting concept from there and it's sort of like uh i can't remember uh what's the main character's name scars garden james i think mm-hmm. james we we have not talked enough about mia goth's performance in this is absolutely unhinged and i'm just like so excited to to have her just be like 
this the ultimate scream queen but not just in like slashery you know like this was this was a whole nother level and like my god was she she was amazing but um sorry so like when james and m have you gotta refer very... to him as Jamesy, I think the rest. Of so okay, <laughs> Jamesy, Jamesy, and his wife M have very, very, very different reactions to something that happened early on that kind of sets stuff off, and so I think that that was kind of an interesting look at like in these intense situations, what what it reveals about you. She is frightened, traumatized. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, like what you might think one would be. And meanwhile, he is like, oh, am I a sociopath? You know, it, it kind of like, I felt like opened up this, that animalistic side, that hedonistic side, and allowed him to be influenced to explore that more. And so I do think that that is all very interesting. Something that... I thought was pure plot and didn't make sense in that exploration and without going into spoilers uh, is when there is a reveal there's there is a person with a bag on their head and then there's a reveal right Mm -hmm. and when that reveal happens and he's so taken aback and I was just like what what isn't this even like what is the difference here you know, like, I didn't understand why that was his breaking point of, like, this is too much, you guys. This is too much. Like, who cares? I don't I had know. the same reaction. I, I mean, I kind of had a similar reaction to, like, all of his reactions. Like, even the initial, like, what you were just alluding to when M has, like, a visceral, like, oh, my God, that was horrible reaction. He's like, hmm, interesting. You know, I would just, like, I don't, I don't know what it, like, most of my issues boil down to the central conceit of the film that I just find like, I don't, it's so stupid. Like I have so many issues with like logistics and I know it doesn't really matter, but like, no, or, there, or is, believability. there is a serious like, logistic don't, don't issue. Don't get into the logistics, please. Well, no, I don't. So I don't care to get into the logistics, but I know you haven't seen possessor Paris, but like possessor has a similar vibe where it's like, it's about it world building. Like, it's not. It doesn't really care about like explaining its world. It just, the world just is the way that it is. But I found right. it was so much more effective in Possessor because it's like it's it's a high concept and low concept at the same time. Like that's that's what even right. David Cronenberg is like. Brandon's doing that, but I just had way fewer issues with Possessor. And I was able to actually get involved in the world building because it's such a like crazy premise. The premise in Infinity Pool is like at least partially grounded in reality in the sense that there's these people visiting this country. But it's like and again, I'm, I'm not going to like nitpick logistics because I know that's not the point. But I just like I find the idea so stupid at least the way it's executed like it just doesn't make any sense that like i won't be specific but the there's an execution we'll say the first execution like it just doesn't make sense to me like the other side of the law i'm trying to be i'm trying to dance around it but it's like yes the rich people can buy their way out of it but like the other side of it doesn't make sense like the victims of the crimes like Again, I'm trying to talk around. Am I making sense? Like, th- there's a, no. the, the first victim. Why doesn't it? 
Why doesn't it make sense? That's not the part that didn't make sense to me. So I'm. Oh, I'm there's plenty of parts that don't about make sense. What you're... <laughs> why would Matt, why would the the Matt, what the, are you... the family of the people who witnessed the execution? Why like he was literally present in the room behind them when the execution is happening? Like yeah, what... I mean it's not like a trick. It's it's just revenge for revenge's sake. But why? I just don't understand. Like what is why? What what is the family like? Why? I don't know. I'm that trying, I don't that is be not a part. I, I actually disagree with you on that. I, I felt like that was, like I said, revenge for revenge's sake. It is it is more about like the impact of like the meaning of that than, you know, it's not like they're they're fooled and they think that's not really happening. No, you know? I know. I know. I know. But revenge for revenge's sake in that context doesn't make sense to me because it's not revenge. It's literally they're watching a person die who had no like again i'm trying to talk around it but it's like you can't if you Matt, were in that on. situation would that work for you would you feel satisfied from that no, resolution but that's just the way that it's handled in the movie and the, the area that they're in yeah i mean i yeah, wouldn't feel satisfied either way me. no matt matt you gotta buy you into f- it though no, it's the world that the movie's creating no but but that's why i'm saying it's revenge for revenge's sake because like even if even if the scenario was like the rich people couldn't afford to get out of it. It's still not going to make, you know, like that's still not going to make anything better. And I think that's part of it too, is it really like, it doesn't matter who's on the receiving end. It doesn't make anything better. It doesn't make anything right. Right. I mean, the whole idea so of what capital I, so I punishment guess in general. I was is... just about to say. So what I'm so what I'm realizing is Brandon Cronenberg is uh, against the death penalty, um, and really this whole movie is uh, is a protest. <laughs> Interesting. Even the cum shots. Oh yeah, the cum shots are huge. Although they're just <laughs> em- it's just empty. It's a metaphor for the whole movie. It's just just cum splashing on rocks. I loved reason. that. But see, those are the parts of the movie that I loved, like the weird orgy scene where, you know, oh, someone sucks on someone else's toes <laughs> and there's light boxes and like <clears throat> then the second orgy scene where, you know, Mia Goth has like a little naked cult, like, who buddy, like, and then like, just come piss and come and, you know, throwing maraschino, spitting maraschino cherries at people like these are the parts of the movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. See, that's the stuff that is for me recycled from Possessor that I found. It is a bit less recycled. I would agree. Mm. He didn't differentiate his like trippy, crazy visuals enough from Possessor. That is a a fair knock. Yeah, and they just uh, they're cooler in Possessor because in Infinity Pool it has the like their hallucinogen induced visuals yeah, I mean, you know what i mean like so infinity like, pools are more horny but i i prefer the visuals in possessor the more effective yeah the, the like the wax like melting face is mm-hmm. oh sick. and come on how indulgent is the opening of the film with the camera turning upside down uh, through yeah, all the that's scenes that's a little Barf, get out of here <laughs> okay so funny <laughs> so funny when that happened kurt it's kurt turned to me and goes <laughs> kurt turned to me and literally goes oh it's matt's favorite shot <laughs> Excuse me, no. <laughs> no, but like as being sarcastic because you were so adamant about that in Midsummer when I was like, oh, and when they turn the camera and you're like, oh, I fucking right, hate that. Right. It's so overplayed. It's I so stupid. 
The only one who did that good was fucking your goat in uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Upside down camera in the hallway. Sure. Huge. Huge. That's why he's the your goat. All right. <laughs> Any so other thoughts? I, yeah. Yeah. I. Okay. Not to spoil. I'm going to spoil a little bit in that it's not really a spoiler for the movie, but it's a spoiler for what the movie is not. Mm. And I think part of my letdown was I kept expecting the movie to be more like at the very beginning I knew it had some like sci-fi realism in it and so at the very beginning when he's like when it's sort of odd and they're like this is the natives here and he goes where are we and you don't really know what they where they are and then all the things that are happening in the language is uh, written down looks very very alien to them and all that. And I was like, oh, they're on another planet or they're in a simulation another or planet? something. Come okay, on. let's just, just hold on. But just, but just the, these are, that was like, <laughs> okay. But like, I just, that was like, I was like, oh, and then there's going to be a reveal of that. That to me would have been more interesting than basically with this movie is just like, Essentially, it's just hedonism, the movie. Like, what if rich people had... Like, what if rich people had an island where they could do whatever they want? Right, and get away with impunity, but only because they have the money to to do so. Right, which, like, hello, that is real. So, I don't know. It just... It just... I think it, it could have done so much more with the concept. And... Yeah, I ultimately think that that is the biggest fault of the movie is is not like okay, yeah, tired tropes, but like all tropes are tired, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think the biggest flaw for me was like not doing enough. It's like too small. You know, I would agree with you, Paris, a little bit, and I'll raise you. And every movie could go a little harder. Not I Mad agree. Max Fury Road, my guy. That movie can't go any harder. <laughs> I would disagree. I think that movie could have done more as well. I mean, amazing movie, five stars. But I think it could have done more as well. Like, I'm always... I think maybe this is the year that Paris falls out of love with movies. I think, you guys. Because I think I'm just starting done. to feel... Yeah. To, you know, my first movie of 2023, I'm fucking done. Hey, you start, uh, you start doing a podcast regularly, and yeah, you start to hate movies. Fun fact, when movies are homework, all movies are bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just like have realized that even, like, even you guys always make fun of me for giving out five stars too much, and like I do that because I give a lot of grace, but like honestly, I'm starting to feel like the maybe three star. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you better fucking believe it, my guy. Like truly, yeah, I'm just it. like, even the movies that I'm like so excited about, like that we were talking about, so anticipated movies for 2023. I'm like, these aren't gonna be good. Like, I just, I'm already feeling yeah, Barbie's so... Gonna be good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Barbie's going to be good. There's too much hype. I'm too hyped for it. I'm too hyped you for gotta it. You got to settle like, those expectations. The, the hype can is Can it go as hard as I want it to? For Barbie. The hype is unreal. Anytime a new image yes. is released online, everyone creams their jeans. I am one know. of those people. Jean, mm -hmm. Jeans creamed. I got, you know, I wanted to be Barbie last year for Halloween. You better bet your ass I'm going to be Barbie this year for Halloween. I think we're my all point be for is, this year. yeah, honestly, well, I'm, if the three of, <laughs> I'm really hoping that the three of us can be Barbie together. 
like different versions of Barbie, like Not a Malibu Ken. Barbie. <laughs> no, 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 no. If anything, I could be Ken, but you two need to be Barbie. So, like, we're All talking right. a Malibu Barbie. We're talking, you know, eighties jazzercise Barbie. Before the crowds get all the good ones. I think yes. he might have a blonde wig already. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt not does. a blonde wig. <laughs> he you don't for your red. bubbles costume. I wasn't bubbles. Was I bubbles? You were. How about how about for your uh, Hawaiian <laughs> costume? Oh, with the, the with coconut your, uh, bra. coconut titties. <laughs> oh, what good <laughs> times! Re- recycle that. Still have my those photos on my Instagram for anyone that's interested. I'm in... sure there's a Barbie that's wearing <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Aloha Barbie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, we got plenty of time to figure out what kind of Barbie we're gonna be. But I just feel like all of these movies, like I don't know if they're gonna go. I I feel like my expectations have just gotten too high, and now I'm like, it's not going hard enough for me. Like even though this was like. I feel for, like, the average movie watcher, this would have been traumatizing. And I was like, yeah, where's the full frontal dick? Like, I was so just, like, unfazed. Yeah. Well, I was waiting for it the whole time. There is a scene where we get, like, a, a shot of a naked man. And my God, I have to ask you guys this question. Is he okay? Do you think there's something wrong with that man? Because... Did he have, like, elephantitis of the balls or something? Like, why did he have no penis and just, like, all uh, balls or something? Like, what was going on there? I was very confused by what I was looking at. It looked like... What's that movie where... It looked like a giant vagina. Is that an Adam Sandler movie? Mm, Scary movie. You know what I'm talking about. Scary movie? (laughs) He, like, points, this man has no dick. Maybe Bruce Almighty? Scary. That no. sounds so familiar, but like I don't know. But there's that bit in Scary Movie when he's like, "You would make fun of someone who has a disability." <laughs> oh, uh, the way the other Wayans brother, uh, yeah, because he's got like a micro penis or whatever. Yeah, right? the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew! Have you guys ever seen a picture of a micro penis? Yes, I did. I, I just so just nasty. on your birthday weekend, remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Very recently, I saw a micro penis inside Joe. Yes, we just very recently saw a micro penis. Uh, yeah. A friend of ours uh, was uh, seeing someone who had a micro penis. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> Not like a bad way, but like there's in a ba- no, in a bad way. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. (laughs) Anything else on Infinity Pool before we uh, wrap this one up? I don't even think Infinity Pool was responsible for us getting to micro penis. I don't remember how we got there, but I'm glad we did. (laughs) It was the guy. I still. Oh no! It did. It it, it did. I still don't understand. What was going on with that guy's junk? Like, as people who are penis havers, like, can you help me? Like, just, I was like, you just chalk it up to unfortunate genitalia. That's all it is. Like, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- Bad I felt genes? like he had a, like a like a like a hundred times larger vagina. What's the commentary on the giant balls no cock? What did Brandon Cronenberg <laughs> have to say? <laughs> That's first YouTube analysis. 
<laughs> Matt, you have to put on fake Please. glasses to do you that for sure. That. Go hard. <laughs> What is the commentary? That's my TikTok channel. I would channel. subscribe for sure. Honestly, same. You'd have two very avid subscribers. <laughs> All right. You guys want to drop stars on Infinity Pool? <laughs> that character's got to make a return. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a recurring bit. Anytime. Oh, Matt, real quick. Mm-hmm. Before you give out your star rating, do you just want to give uh, this movie or Brandon Cronenberg the uh, nice try award? Oh, definitely. Preemptively. Nice try award for this year. <laughs> Locked in. Yeah, I mean, he's... <laughs> First 2023 early, movie early of the favorite. year. <laughs> Strong contender, yeah. We didn't do the nice try award last year. That is one we forgot. Well, we always kind of rush the preparation. It's a little... It's our favorite it's, episode. It's semi-official. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll be official going forward. But yes, very early contender for the nice try award. That is a great segue, but we do have to give star ratings first. Boom, roasted. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Played your cards. All right. Uh, I'm going to give Infinity Pool two stars. Ouch. Mm-hmm. I am going to give it a 4.5. Save the point five for the NC-17 butt cut. Wasn't oh, Possessor yeah. a 4.5 initial and then five second? Is that how that Possessor went? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The force feed awakens. You leave that room. Yeah. The force feed awakens. Oh no! <laughs> Ick. All right, Paris. What about you? Uh, I gave it a strong three point five. A strong three point five. I'll take it. No, not a strong three point five. Like I was wavering. I, that's why I kind of paused because I was like, a a, a, a soft three point five. I think that this could go up on a rewatch though, if there was hanging down. That's true. Sometimes that's all it takes. I w- I had a bit coming into the show that I was going to give a half star bump for something, but I don't remember what the what the bump was for. Probably the puddle of cum, but I actually wasn't. I that mean, that's what my half star bump was for. Cum. Puddle of cum was. <laughs> Is that your your cover puddle band of mud cover band? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, you got to do a Puddle of Mud song for the intro. That is really good. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Puddle is putting it, you know, loosely. It was a very tonight if you were Puddle of Cum. Yeah, for anti shock. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I'm just going to show up and be like, hey, can we open for you guys? We're Puddle of Cum. (laughs) We do mostly Puddle of Mud cover songs, but we're we're cum. We're quitting the show and we're starting a puddle of mud cover band. Hell yeah. I got to work on my puddle of mud guy voice. Oh, yeah. You're the lead singer for sure. Oh, for sure. I can't do. What's their other song? Like, I know she fucking hates me. What's the other one, though? They got another one. Fuck. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to have to do my puddle of mud research after the show is done. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Before we move on to Skinamarink, uh, let's take a real quick break. Uh, we will be right back. All right. We are back. Moving on to our second featured review of the show. We're going to be talking Skinamarink. So Skinamarink, uh, was getting some buzz late 2022 from whatever festival it premiered at fantastic fest or something i don't know what it was but buzz was huge on this one people were calling it the scariest movie ever made tiktoks were being made about it paris actually sent us a tiktok about this very movie and then when i said uh we should watch it she was like skinner marink 
And that's, uh, I had to go through the receipts to find the TikTok that she had sent us. Sent it and promptly forgot it. <laughs> that's me with most TikToks. This is a 2023 release, though, technically, right? Yes. In, I would consider it. In the it States, one. yes. In Canada, it was 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I would consider it would be uh, in consideration for 2023. Right, yeah, I already sure. added it to my 23 ranked list. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, uh, Skin Marink is written and directed by Canadian filmmaker Kyle Edward Ball. Hey, Canadian double feature. I didn't even, uh, realize that until. Hey. Fuck yeah, Canada, dude. <laughs> uh, yay for socialized medicine, right? No, A. A? A. A. <laughs> A. <laughs> uh, plot synopsis. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing. And all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Um, are there volunteers to go first or should I go first on this one? Um, I'll go first. Go ahead, go Paris. Let's hear it. I know it's fresh for you. Yeah. I So I watched this movie. I guess it would be about um, an hour. No, 45 minutes is when it finished for me. So, um, I can say with full and complete confidence that this is a trash movie for trash people. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I vacillated between boredom, uh, suicide, suicidal ideation, um, complete and utter lack of understanding of why I had sent that TikTok in the first place. I just truly, truly, truly did not want to be watching this movie. Now, give credit where credit's due. I watched this with in the morning with all of the curtains open. And as we may have mentioned at the top of the show, I was violently hungover. So it maybe wasn't the best like way to go into the movie. But at some point, you know, I I put my phone down. I was really focusing and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. This movie makes me want to kill myself and then do a murder, which you think in that order doesn't make sense. But uh, uh, trust me, that's what it made me want to do. Interesting. Arguably could not think of a worse environment to watch this movie under. Um, But at least you watched it. Travis, what about you? Did you did you uh, take my direction and try to give it its its best uh, its best shot? I tried, Matt. I tried very hard, <laughs> and I was uh, nervous going into this. I had a little bit of a trepidation, and my spidey senses were right. I did not <laughs> like this movie. It has no right being a hundred minutes long. I don't care what anyone says, and. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to try and be overly negative about it because I'm glad people are enjoying it and I'm glad it's a success. I'm glad it's found an audience and is this like little low budget little engine that could kind of machine. But um I think it really only works for people if they project onto it. Matt's review on Letterboxd is a great example of that. And, um, you know, we all have experiences of being scared as a kid, but I don't think this movie really matched or recreated those experiences. I think it was trying to do that, but was not very successful. This movie deserves the Nice Try Award big time. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And I am, I'm one to say movies can be different things. I, I love to say that on the show. Anytime I need to make an argument for a movie that I love and everyone else does not. <laughs> but um, I think this was just a little too slow and experimental for my taste. And um, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just dragged on and like, I like the idea of it, but the execution, not so much. All right. Well, Sorry, Matt. Kind of figured I'd probably be on an island with this one, but um, I <laughs> had a very visceral reaction watching this movie. I don't remember being that scared by a movie um, maybe ever. And my reasons are very personal. Um I so for maybe those who aren't super familiar with the style of the movie um people who love it talk about you know the use of liminal spaces and projecting your deepest darkest fears onto the movie and then people who hate it say you know it's like the whole movie is just staring at a corner waiting for something to happen and then nothing happens. And then that's the whole movie. Sounds like you guys are more so on that side of the, <laughs> the, the world that it was attempting to create and the atmosphere it was building. Um, Haley is right there with you guys. She also very, 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 very bored by this movie. Um, Didn't she fall asleep? Um, very briefly. She was one? only asleep yeah. for like a minute. And it was at the very end too. So literally the last image of the film, she fell asleep and then the movie ended and she was like, what happened? And I was like, did you see the, the, the face? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, nothing. <laughs> then. <laughs> On, hey, real quick. I will say that was probably like one of the more affecting moments. I mean, I guess it's probably supposed to be, but that was really one of the only moments that really worked for me as oh far as like God. scary visuals. Every hair on my fucking body was standing up like right. when that happened. Daddy chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So just to be a little bit more personal. So like when it comes to like my life, I have, I still, this still happens to me. I wake up and I think that I see things in the room with me. Like Matt, when I was a scared little boy, when, when I was a kid, <laughs> it affected me a lot worse, but like Haley can speak to this. Like sometimes I'll just like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll open my eyes and I'll think I'll see a figure and I'll like, now that I'm an adult, I like, I can stare at it and I, you know, I, defeat the monster. <laughs> the thing was, I didn't understand what was happening when I was a kid. So I would wake up and then in the corner of my room, I would see like a vivid dark, but like a vivid picture of like a person or or anything like some sort of shape with a face and i would just like i'd stare at it and i'd rub my eyes i'd close my eyes and open and it wouldn't go away and it freaked me the fuck out and i I still have that experience but now i know you know i know there's nothing there but like it still makes me uncomfortable like as a kid but this is why skin (laughs) and works so well for me because it it tapped into a type of fear that I hadn't felt since I was a little kid, since I was the age that the kids in this movie are like, and it just made me really, really uncomfortable. And like the anticipation of waiting for something to happen, looking, examining every corner and like 
like looking for things and anticipating scares and like part of it is most of the time there is nothing that happens like there's nothing to be scared of but it got me hook line and sinker because i just like matt i'm I'm gonna come in hot real real quick because i have the exact same experience as a child i was deathly afraid i would wake up i would see a thing i would freak the fuck out i used to think that when I was really young, like under 10, I would think that if I covered myself with the blanket entirely, that like the things that were already definitely in my room couldn't get me. Even now, like even through like high school, I would get freaked out to take like the trash out at night. Like I always see things in the shadows. The problem with this movie is you're just looking at corners and there's literally nothing there. You don't see what could be a figure, what could be a face, what could just be a shadow. No, I'm no, there's nothing there. Nothing happens. Where you're like, oh, almost nothing happens. No, nothing happens in this movie. It That's is not true. so stupid. Well, unequivocally and, false i don't know but, maybe it's because you were watching with the fucking blinds open hung over but like things definitely happen in the movie and there the are images. <laughs> yeah. i mean th- unequivocally false there are images you do see things there yeah, are they are like they're few and happens. far between though yes no that's Jeez. true yes but but the they're not in the corners they're not in the corners they don't come out of the dark you just see them happening. no they do come out of the dark like what like people you see movement you see things shifting in corners like most of the time there's nothing there but like part of the aesthetic of the film is it's like kind of grainy so you're like looking you see movement but you're like is that is this just my eyes messing with swirly grains right that is part of it so that's like i was looking for things everywhere so like i i guess i just i i bought in and i never left like i didn't get bored but there are things like you do see like things moving in corners you do hear like i think the sound is a big factor too like the sound yeah you hear stuff but i'm saying you never see anything in the dark corners you never see stuff coming out of the dark like when there are scary images in it they sit there for like fucking ever now there's one time with the young girl where it doesn't sit there but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like the omnipresence that seems to be in the house like it's 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 all sound and i'm gonna be honest that sounded shit for shit for me i wanted some spooky imagery hmm. see the yeah, sound I don't think really it delivers i don't think it really delivers on the spooks and again i think you have to have like an imagination or project onto the movie for it to really work i yeah no, I agree with that. Th- this is a movie where, like, I would never like fault anybody. Like, I totally and get why I, people. I like, always watch a movie at arm's length. The movies you gotta reel me in. Sorry, I can't just give myself over to you. You gotta earn it. Right. I just just give a. I don't give it up for anybody. You gotta earn. No. You yeah. Gotta wow. Earn this. Travis, that <laughs> exactly. was very very sexual. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be, but. <laughs> <laughs> These oh, movies are trying to get intention. in your pants, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't well, having it. Got in my pants, that's for sure. Um, Got to butter me up a little bit more. Yeah, Matt was a big old slut for this movie. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Big time slut Matt for Matt dropped Trout at the opening credits. Just... <laughs> <laughs> 
take me movie. <laughs> well, so Haley watched it with me, and we were about five minutes in. And uh, t- to be fair, most of this movie is wow. just the camera tapping out. Staring. Well, she was like, she she looked at me and she was like, Matt, if this is the whole fucking movie, I'm not watching this with you. Did you say buckle up, Buttercup? <laughs> well, I kind of had a feeling it might be. I don't think the whole movie is, but I was like, I, it might be because at that point i wasn't like sold on the movie yet right i mean it's five minutes in so i was I like hate to break it is to this yet, movie though. is this the whole movie it is the i whole don't movie. think it Plot is twist yeah but and i was like oh, well i don't know you're gonna have to stay tuned to find out and she you know was half tuned there was some phone pulling out i was like you don't have to although i do need to say one of the there's what maybe two two jump scares in this movie um the first the big jump scare in this movie, Haley was like checked out. She was on her phone and like, you see like a figure, you see like what looks like a foot and it's like clear. It's a person. It's a person sitting there and you see the foot. Haley looks up from her phone and she goes, is that a foot? And then like, <laughs> like two seconds later, like the jump scare happens. And I was just like, Haley, just look at your phone or engage. Like don't like come in and out and be like, Oh, is that, is that a person over there in the dark? Like, <laughs> So she thought that was hilarious, but the, that jump scare, I still jumped. Don't get me wrong, but it was a little like, you know, she didn't ruin it. That, or anything, that was but. the only <laughs> moment in the movie where I felt even a slight modicum of being scared. Like I did, I did you jump a slight amount a of cum. Bit. A moderate. That's what it, it's a moderate <laughs> no. amount of cum. Modicum. I, I said felt, slight. <laughs> At I least it's slight modicum. <laughs> oh. Modicum. You know, I said like amount a... of cum. No. I felt a small <laughs> amount of cum in that moment. <laughs> oh, no. Well, modicum is moderate Ew. amount of cum. Modicum. No, it is not. Guys. That's what that word stands it's for. It's slang. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> modicum. Um, Okay, so to be clear, there was nothing. There was nothing here for either of you. To you, for you guys, it literally was just. There was nothing here for anyone. There was nothing in this movie. It It was was empty spaces. It was ninety-two percent torture, eight percent scares. Yeah, and I would say for me, it was like three percent anything happening. One percent scares. I get ninety-seven percent trash. Trash. Maybe giving it four. Trash. (laughs) I was really, really fucking freaked out by it. Like, so you guys, the scene. You're such a wuss. How? How? You're not though. This is the thing. We've watched so many scary movies. I feel like you're like ah, whatever. No, this, this turd of a nothing made you so scared like i don't understand yeah i don't I get really... scared watching movies anymore like right so like what i feel like you need to expand upon like like help because, me understand look i watch movies with my pp matt watches movies with his heart that's that's the difference here <laughs> <laughs> yes this movie uh i hate both of that by the way <laughs> you mean all of that <laughs> Both. No, I'm sticking with both. Okay, <laughs> both. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I don't. I like. I. I truly couldn't tell you. I think it was just. Come on. The vibes. More come, less dumb. It's That's my motto. I don't. I don't know More why. Come, like, less dumb. More come, less dumb. <laughs> I don't think it was too long. This episode. More. More come, less dumb. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Honestly, that Both kind movies. of encapsulates the whole that's, podcast. That's, that's the show. Yeah. More cum, less stuff. More cum, less stuff. That's very. That's our motto. <laughs> I. I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time. Like, I think I had a very emotional reaction to the movie that that's most people like. You either have you it or it you don't. Heart. I watched it with my heart, but it's like it was like it was like a child. It, 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 it tapped like, into something. Ex- no, exactly. And I think that's the only way that this movie works for people is it just like you you have to. This isn't a movie that you can give half your attention to and expect to get anything out of it. No, not to you say have that to like fully surrender yourself. Almost and even to then, like uh, yeah, almost to a fault. <laughs> even when you do, like I. Even if you do, like, I totally understand it not working for you. But, like, this is not a movie that you can, like, casually watch. Because it will just right. bore you to tears. Wash over you. Right. I mean, because if you're not... I really can't speak to exactly why I never got bored. Like, it never lost my attention. Because I, mean, I think you both will agree there's not much that happens in the movie. Like, I mean, not. I can understand, like, it didn't work for me, but I could understand that, like, the anticipation, the tension of waiting for something to happen could be engaging. Like I said, it that, that wasn't my case, but I can I can understand that. But and it sounds like an that is what worked for you. an hour and 40 minutes of this, get fucked, Well, so movie. apparently it, be, it was a... No, but it should be 70 minutes max. I guarantee it wouldn't have lost anything if it was 30 minutes shorter. Guaranteed. Apparently, this was a full-length version of his short film Heck, which was thirty minutes long, Sounds and I like feel like I that would have worked Heck. a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that sounds more digestible given what we're dealing with. Well, there's like there's an angle that while I was watching the movie it didn't really cross my mind, but as I was thinking about it after, there's like. There's like a child abuse angle because it's like the voice that is heard early on in the film is like the just, father. It's a male's voice. This- it's, it's the father. But as the movie progresses, it becomes more like demonic. So there's the whole like, you know, underlying theme potentially of like feeling trapped in a safe space by parental figures like yeah. there's i hadn't and really I mean, given much thought to that angle but after the fact i was like oh i'm, I'm curious to watch a, it through that lens there's a couple of themes i think that it does touch on and i wished it had maybe done a little bit more than that is like it seems like they're they're the parents are divorced is kind of the implication they're like we don't talk about mom so like the mom maybe left them so I think that there's the element of that, of how that can be really traumatizing as a child. And also I think that maybe that the dad is abusive. Like when he was like, yeah, Kevin fell down the stairs, but he's fine. Like I was like, did he fall down the stairs or did you hit him? Like, was there abuse? Mm-hmm. And maybe you're just saying he fell down the stairs. Um, I don't know. That, that was kind of what I got from the beginning. So maybe like as a you know metaphor analogy whatever for that it could have be interesting but i think that there wasn't enough of that for me to think that that was the intent like for me that's reaching so far that i just like that's it's it's not quite it for me 
Well, there's definitely movies where like I hear some people's takes on them and I'm like, where the fuck are you getting this stuff? Like, you know, like I hear some people talk about movies and I'm like, this sounds like a lot of projecting. But I I did that with this movie. Like, I think this you movie did. requires some. Yeah, you projected your <laughs> you cum all over it. cum everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think that's a lot. That's. That's what this movie is asking. Hey, like, that it is means different. That is movie people. going in general, but this is the most extreme version of projection. Well, and I think you have to project to get anything out of this because there's so little, yeah, concreteness exactly. there. Like there, there's there's so much space that you need to fill. So it sounds like Matt, you filled that. And it oh, worked Matt for you. And then it with cum. It was very yeah. full. And Travis <laughs> and I, Travis and I, it was like pff, pff, little dust. There was nothing there. That thimble was overflowing with cum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, it's you're not wrong. Like <laughs> that's what the movie requires, I think. But I, I think the difference is that I think, I think that was the filmmaker's intention. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, he it was for that. crafted totally very yeah. in a very specific way, and I think he's more surprised than anybody that it <clears throat> took off the way it did. You know what I mean? Like I've seen him. He he's on Twitter, and I've seen like his reactions and stuff, and he just seems like overwhelmed by like the support that this movie has gotten because I think he just like set out to make like a very personal, like weird experimental horror film. So. This yeah. movie, I think, has the uh, potential to be one of the most deliberate films in existence. Matt, can you name another film that uh, could maybe take that uh, crown? Well, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by most deliberate film. Just kind of slow and methodical. I don't like uh just very much takes its time takes its time and you really have to buy into it. There's a movie that is pretty prominent I think if you uh think about it in those terms. Do you know what movie? Oh my god, I'm Travis, please, is, please. You got to quit teasing. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're edging it's us the way too hard. Number 1 film on the Sight and Sound list. Oh, Jean Dielman barf. Yeah. So, you know so, what's so funny is this? I read an article that this was could comparing be the, Jean the Dielman two. award right here. Really? I w- <laughs> you did, Paris? Oh, really? Yeah, I read an article that was comparing this to that film. It's called uh, Slow Cinema. And it was this one. Both are slow, um, for sure. <laughs> there was another one. There was a one that we maybe covered previously i can't quite remember but it was there was a couple where it's like it's so slow and methodical that you have to buy in and and basically the article was like i bought in my cum is everywhere but i was like that's so interesting because the description of that film is of the the number one on sight and sounds list is that it's someone folding a napkin for three hours or folding napkins for three hours necessarily well, so that was how they described it, though, and I was like, "That but it well so <laughs> mind-numbingly boring that I want—I I would want to kill myself." And I was like, "Okay, maybe it's maybe it's that I hate slow cinema. That's, Not a slow burn, but I, I think I might hate slow cinema." It's very much a genre. I we like I took a course in college that was like, oh God, what was the title? It was like recycled cinema. Maybe did you watch the uh, the paint drying film? The, the uncut, paint drying like, film. There's like a, there's a, a movie that exists that's like an unbroken shot of like paint drying 
on a wall and it's like eight or 10 hours long. And I think it was kind of like a protest to the rating system to like make the, the ratings board watch it. Mm. Sounds right up your alley, Matt. That sounds huge, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jean Dielman, that's actually, I hadn't thought about that, but because I, I did not like Jean Dielman. I found that movie very boring, but that's a similar thing. Stalker was it, the one I was thinking of, by the way. Oh, it is boring. As well. Yeah, Stalker's pretty slow. But I think what it encapsulates as a whole is amazing. But yes. we're not talking about that movie. Uh, well, okay. So, yes, we're not talking about that movie. I think that what Skinnamarink boils down to is, for me, it was the visceral reaction. It was the fear I felt. Jean Dielman, like, I get, like, you know, the repetition, like, I like the, the themes of, like, the mundanity of of modern life specifically being a woman who is at home doing you know the like like paris alluded to folding napkins for three and a half hours like it's has a very specific purpose skinnamarink made me feel afraid and i think that's why i had a much stronger reaction to something like that versus john dealman because it's like i get the point but i didn't find it pleasurable to watch I wouldn't say Skin and Marink was pleasurable to watch, that's but a great, it definitely made me that's feel That's a great away. way to describe Skin and Marink from, from my perspective. Not pleasurable to watch. Not pleasurable. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, I get what it's trying to do. Yeah. Just it's, didn't work for me. Yes. Totally, yeah. But, that I mean, that's literally movies in a nutshell. Like, we we all bring in our own experiences. We all bring in our own baggage or whatever. We all project onto certain movies. We all have our like niches. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is an extreme version of that, but I mean, that's literally all movies. So what you're saying is this is the best movie this, ever made. No, I'm saying that this is fucking pointless and we should end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> One quick thing before we do that. Uh, did either of you see this in theaters? No, I did was not. going to. I had an opportunity okay. to, but did not. Honestly, I was glad, thinking, I did, glad I didn't in retrospect. <laughs> I Well, I felt both both glad I didn't and also that maybe that would have been... Maybe. Because it felt torturous, honestly, at certain points. I was like, this was almost a DNF for me. I was like, when will this movie yeah. Like, I kept checking the time and being like, are you fucking kidding me? I have an hour left? Let the hate but, flow through you. <laughs> but I will say that something... Uh, so there was a part of me that was like, thank God I didn't see this in the fucking theater. I would have killed myself. But I will say <laughs> On that... On the flip side. <laughs> but I will say that... Maybe I should kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about this. And, and, and there is something about seeing a movie in theaters that is so engaging that it's hard to look away from, that it's hard to be distracted, that... I, I, I get more bored at home because I think there's more avenues that are right there. Like my phone is right there and everything around me is right there to like look at and be distracted by. Mm -hmm. And not to say I was, I wasn't on my phone the whole time and et cetera, et cetera. But I just think in a theater, it's so much easier to just to be like, this is what I'm watching. This is what I'm focusing it on. And maybe that would have been for the better for me. Maybe, but I have a feeling my mind would have started to wander because I was so bored in the theater. I mean, mind my mind did wander when I was wa watching that. this. Like, <laughs> like when sometimes I'd be staring in a corner and I'd be like, "What happened right. last night? What did I do? Like, what am I thinking about now?" And like, 
corners are weird, right? Like, let me think about corners for a second. You know, just like I was just, my mind was just everywhere. It was really trying not to focus on the movie. Well, and it, it, it could go both ways with the theater experience, right? Because it's like, if everybody is like committed to it and you're in a room full of people and it's dead silent, like that could be huge. But if like someone right behind you is like chowing down on popcorn or something and you're like trying to like listen or look and you just hear like someone just like sucking on a straw or like, you know, fucking making comments or like you it could very easily like distract you and pull you out of sure you know so it, it can go both ways so i i will I say thought about it seeing it kurt turned on the dishwasher while i was watching this and it kind of has kind of a spooky hum and then my upstairs neighbors were like walking around a little bit and so there was a couple parts where it was quiet and i was like what what was that sound and i thought it was from the movie but it was like the dishwasher or people walking around or Kurt doing something. And I was, so I will say it, it was a little effective in that way. Interesting. So what you're telling me is you watch this movie hungover in daylight with the blinds open while the neighbors were fucking vacuuming and Kurt was doing dishwasher and uh, you had your phone yeah, but with I think... you and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think all the more. other things. Yeah. But I think all the other things, I think those, those actually added to the experience because it kind of kept me on edge a little bit. interesting okay well do we want to give star ratings sure i mean if unless you guys have something else i already i blew my no let's go all right it's fucking five stars for me one of the most uh, miraculous viewing experiences of my lifetime it's gonna be it the end of the year, huge. and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck am I even talking about?" Next time no, I watch he's this, he's gonna make a. He's gonna make sure it's on his list for sure. Oh, that's oh, gonna be. Worry. Worry. No, I, I, I am gonna get a rewatch in, but this time I think I want to do like headphones. Why would you laptop. ever want to rewatch it? Oh, headphones, okay. laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, in the dark. I watched it, you know, on the big screen. And also, Shutter is just like part of the Honestly, like, aesthetic. I was like, is this? supposed to look this way or is this just like shutter is ass you know what i mean because it like it almost like helped the experience because it's, it's like is this both. buffering right <laughs> i was like is this just like <laughs> trying to buffer this image or is it supposed to look like this because you mean, can yeah, sometimes see even... shapes in like buffering like darkness it just looks like you know you can see every pixel and it's like is this the movie or is this shutter is dog shit I, I don't Who know knows? if it is my my brain or my hearing these days, but there is a case to be made, I think, for like headphone movie watching. Mm-hmm. Could be huge. I don't think I've done it since college, like in the dorm room with a laptop and headphones. You know, like I don't think I've watched. No, a movie I, I've, I haven't. I haven't yeah. made the plunge, but I'm flirting with the idea this would be the one I'm dipping my toe well, into the deep and i think this. <laughs> this is one of the only movies ever nowadays that i like i watch everything with subtitles and i very specifically didn't turn them on for this because i felt oh, like should've. it might well i felt like it might ruin some of the immersion get some of those audible sounds you know but that's why i was thinking like headphones <laughs> i feel like form. would do that without like like no subtitles but with headphones i feel like would probably give you the best experience for that Oh, one scene that I just wanted to touch on that really scared the shit out of me, even though nothing happens, was the bed scene where they're like, look under the bed. And then the camera like very slowly like looks ooh, under the bed and ooh, then there's nothing. Ooh. And like I was just it nothing happens in that scene, but I was like going to shit myself. 
Ooh, ooh. We're, you need to relax. <laughs> Settle down. Buddy. Yeah, that was such a fucking, like, what do they call it? A tease? Where you're like, really? Yeah, but like more so, even more so than that. Like, like that gave me fucking blue balls. Like, truly, truly was so, like, those were the things that were upsetting for me. Because there was like, no I needed, payoff. I needed something. Like, I, I, I appreciate the concept of edging that scared and something not actually happening so you're just on the edge of your seat the whole time and you never get the release and like yeah like i get that and i appreciate that but at some (laughs) point that needs to pay off and i felt like it did it too many times and i was like just give me a fucking scare already i need to come jesus christ (laughs) jesus jesus christ is right (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right well what are your star ratings how low how low can you go how low can you go? Let's hear it. I'm going to give it a two star, and I don't know if I will ever revisit it, so it might just lie as a as a two star. <laughs> like yeah, this the, is going to uh, be... Oh, real quick. I, did, I, I like the idea. I like the concept. I just kind of hate the execution. I think if it was, like I said earlier, if it was at least a half hour shorter, might have worked a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. Paris, what about you? Yeah, this is going to be a big old one for me. Oh. Is it the uh, lowest rating you've ever given on the show? No, Both the lowest shows? rating I've ever given is no stars. Um, right. And I've given also right. half stars. Was that, uh, that, that those are both uh those are both on the digest, though. So definitely on the main pod, this is the lowest. What was the no I've stars movie? Mm, I don't remember. I think that Might was been itchy. itchy. Yeah, I think that was no stars for yeah, and that was more of a that was more of a statement. Yeah, I think (laughs) that was more a protest of me being forced to watch that movie. This one isn't a protest. I actually think that, despite the fact that I hated every second of this and wanted to die, I think that there is some merit in the movie. It is doing something interesting and something different. And while that really didn't work for me, I do have to give some credit where credit is due. Right. Nice try. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. that's the half star bump up from where I really would rate it. <laughs> the nice try bump. Okay. So <laughs> the, at one star with the half star bump, that's going to marink. Yeah. That's kind of how this movie is going. Five star, one star. I mean, yeah. The people who are down the middle... I'm like, that's interesting to me. Like, I feel like those are the people that are like, I get it conceptually, but you know what I mean? Like, this is like, you either are in or you're out. I feel, I feel like the whole three star, like, I I gave it the most generous negative score. (laughs) (laughs) Two, I could, it could have been much worse. Yeah, it could have been way worse. It could have been way worse. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure Kyle gave this movie half a star, so. Yeah, I won't go. That, that was a statement. That Honestly, guy Kyle wants and I people had a to quick... know he hates Skinamarink. Kyle and I had a quick combo about it because I was like, "Oof, I feel like this is going to be a force feed for me." And he was like, "I mean, go in with an open mind." That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I will." <laughs> that mind closed quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, to be fair, like that really interests me. Like two people 
that whose opinions I respect, like being on polar opposites of a movie makes me want to watch a movie more. You know what I mean? So it's like when I see totally. that happen with a movie, I'm like, I got to fucking see this thing. So I do think that that's this movie is that for a lot of people. I honestly thought about being like, hey, guys, I can't rate this. But because you were so high on it, Kai was so low on it. Who knows? I didn't at that point know anything about how Travis felt. I was like, I got to watch it. It's got to be got to be it. Huge. All right. Well, that was Skinamarink. Uh, that's going to do it for the reviews. Um, we can have a brief what we've been watching discussion. I haven't been watching a ton. It's been mostly uh, I'm balls deep in Love Island and The Bachelor and uh, Are You the One new season right now. So, oh, Matt, they finally made a reality TV show for me. Oh, yeah? What is it? Can you guess? Milf Manor. Yeah, you nailed it. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually watching that? I've been watching it, yeah. Is it literally just a dating show with MILFs dating young... Well, the spin is that all of the MILFs in the house, their sons are the the male attraction. Ew, wait. So the MILFs' sons are dating the other moms? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to watch this thing. <laughs> Where I thought it was literally just milfs, like <laughs> no, that's the twist of like the, milf island? the premise. Yeah, oh my is that god, every milf has their accompanying son, and those are the the prospects. And all of the sons just happen to be into older women, or probably yeah. not, but they're just. I mean, they're there for the the ride. They're there for the milfs. Oh my god, is this a TLC show? Like, what what channel is this? It's on, on? Discovery. Plus, I know that. Oh, the fucking one streaming service that I don't have. Don't care to I have can, either. I can hook you up, man. I got cable, dog. It's on TV, too, right? Well, yeah. I think go. I can just watch it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Comcast on demand. It's oh, um, it's a little spicy, but, you know, like we, we said about Infinity Pool, it could go harder. It is cable television. What can you do? Yeah. You know? Well... Um, as far as what else I've been watching, I don't have a ton. Um, has, has anyone been watching? Anybody been watching The Last of Us? I've I have seen not, one episode. I have not dove in yet. Mm. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, Travis. You're gonna wait until the the hype is gone and the whole the whole show's available. Yeah, the, the hype is dead. This is the this is the show. This is the water cooler show. HBO no, is the only like, one who does it. This is like the time you start oh, yeah. something like The Wire or Big Love, you know? Like no one's talking about Big Love. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> let's talk about The Wire for like 8 hours, you guys. <laughs> well, have either of you played the games? Yeah, I played. Well, I, I played the played first the one. First I started the second one. Yeah. I was a big yeah, fan. Yeah, the second I, one's kind of a slog. I came in late on the hype train but i did play it in full and you know i believe the hype it's deserved and had a great time with it but oh yeah tv shows i never get excited about like i alluded to on the best of 2022 episode yeah what was your direct quote tv just doesn't excite me something like that it was something like that yeah Well, this show is is amazing. I'm loving it. Episode three in particular. I know it's all anyone's been talking about. Don't talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to. But it it was. Uh... Listen, you guys know I'm a crybaby. Um, don't talk about it. I is it actually deserve it of its hype though, man? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. It was so hyped that my mom 
who hates scary stuff and hates zombies literally just watched episode the three. show or that episode specifically uh, the is is the show good or that show or the episode specifically is that what you mean no both i think they're both deserving of the hype but is your mom worthy of the hype my mom exceeds the hype <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom is not interested, but I, we like me, my sister Haley. We all loved it and thought she would like specifically that gotcha. episode. The so show in general, though. Oh, yes. It sounds show, like it was maybe a little bit of both. The show in general is like you fantastic, creamed over but, episode three enough to where she's like, "All right, all right, I'll watch the fucking show." Well, episode three again. I don't want to be too specific, but don't it's kind say anything of, about it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, watch fucking episode three. You'll get there, Paris. You're gonna die. I really hope. I know. I've I've been heard many things about it, and I just. I really hope it's not getting the praise just for like the the one reason or angle of it. No, 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 no. It's legitimately amazing. Good, 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 good. Cool it. I'm gonna cancel myself. No more. Paris is gonna. Travis, could you imagine how many times you would have been canceled on the show if we were like. Legit, we were keeping like, score. Yeah, if we were if we were keeping score, you are canceled so much, like you do not exist anymore. Like you have been deleted. The file has been trashed. The trash has been removed, deleted. I'm that cleared, gif where the, the kid throws up the peace sign and disappears. Yeah, literally. Like someone drilled a hole in your hard drive. Like you are gone. Well, no, you file like, cannot be found. You're the version of canceled that's like so canceled that you've like come out the other side completely embraced by like conservatives as no. like a hero. No, I Ew. can't be one of those. Or no, you like, could be canceled so hard that you sell out a show at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. I can't be a proud boy. Mm. That's too far. <laughs> I mean, you are a proud boy, but you're not a proud boy. Yeah. And your last name is is uh, is. I'm not going to say it, but it, it's it's Thank it's you. come up a, a handful of times uh, amongst people that are not great. So really, my people, <laughs> your clan. <laughs> There's two of them, very specifically. There's at oh, least God. two, yeah, that are bad <laughs> that have the been brothers? canceled. So. The brothers, there. <laughs> no, Paul Bros. Yeah. Hey, me and my bro, we are legends. Okay. Listen, I love the Paul Bros. My but Paul not, Bros, not, not the, the Paul, Paul Bros. Bros. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're all canceled now. Yes. Fair enough. Subscribe to the Patreon for only ninety nine dollars a month, where you can hear uh, Travis's full name, uh, his social security number, his mother's maiden name. Uh, oh yeah, and... we give it all at that tier. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying to have his identity stolen at that point. We give all of ourselves over on the Patreon. <laughs> Every inch. it's like only fans, but honestly, they banned us from there, so too, <laughs> too hardcore for only too fans. sexual, <laughs> too horny. Um, I haven't really, I, I'm looking at my logged list, and the last movie I watched before Skin and Marink and Infinity Pool was fucking tar when I was cram jamming, so I haven't watched shit other than trashy reality TV. I've needed a palate cleanse, so all right, I got nothing. The floor is yours. Paris, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I was cramming 2022 movies, so nothing really Late? there. I'm oh. almost finished with White Lotus. Oh, yes. So far, I've watched every episode being like, yeah, great. And then every episode, I'm like, do I even like this show? 
I think I'm on like the last <laughs> episode or two, so we'll see, I guess, uh, of episode of season one. So we'll see. Um, and big, big news. I am on the most recent season 19 of Top Chef. So once that's over, I've been binge watching all the seasons of Top Chef for the past year or so. So really, I'm at the point in my life where um, once this season is over, I will need something to fill the giant, giant hole in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little nervous about it. So please send me your best recommendations of what you think I should Triple watch. D. It's like 25 tell, seasons. Tell Paris how she can fill her hole. Write triple us D. in. Let us know. <laughs> triple D. Fill, fill Paris' holes with Triple D. <laughs> Do you know what Triple D like is, it. Paris? I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Diners, drive-ins, and dives, dog. Okay, Quadruple so I D. only... Oh, your, your I, boy, I only watch that when I'm at a hotel. Like, it is specifically designed that is for watching, watching when there is nothing else on, and it's, like, 2 in the morning, and you're, like, can't order room service anymore, and you're up in your hotel, and you're, like, what's on? That's Diner's Drive-In. See, it's a little dated, because that's not actually the case anymore. Now, it's actually Guy's Grocery Games that has filled that void. That's what's always on TV. No, Guy has no. just taken over the Food Network. As That's he should. As he should. But oh, yeah. He's a national Anytime <laughs> my hotel room Truly. show is Guy's Grocery Games. <laughs> See, at the last... I, I, I stayed in a lot of hotels in 2022, and it was all DDD. Interesting. We must be watching different Food Networks. Maybe the multiverse? Maybe. Anyway, please, please, please tell me how to fill, like, all of my holes at least. I am dying. I just told you. <laughs> Get into Survivor. There's 43 seasons of that. I'm I'm really, really, really not. I'm, I don't. Reality TV is not going to fill the, the holes. It's it's barely surface. Level. I can't watch it by myself because I watch it to make fun of it. And when you're watching it alone, it's not the same. Were you Why is Top Chef Milk not? Manor? <laughs> Are you in or are you out on Milf Manor, Paris? We need I've heard Milf Manor is great. So, I mean, I more power to you for to watching know. it. <laughs> what about MasterChef? Uh, I prefer Milf Island. Yeah, MasterChef yeah. might be where I can where I can transition to because I just as we've found out on the best of 2022 episode, like I fucking love chefy shit. I love mm -hmm. the behind the scenes. I love hearing about chefs doing stupid things. Like I need more chef shows. Paris, I do you watch is it Don't Feed Phil? Is that the name of the show? I have not watched that. Oh, on Netflix? Should I? Um, It's a fun show if you're into food, I think. I am. Like, the guy seemed kind of annoying, food. so I've been no, hesitant no. to No, no. He's a great it. personality. No, okay. he's annoying. Okay. No, no, he's annoying. No, no. He's... <laughs> Phil he's Rosenthal? For that. for that show, he's great. Oh, no. no he's annoying. Oh, okay. no. I, per uh, I personally okay. like to watch, like, the... If I'm ever, like, going on vacation, I try and like watch food shows that are in that location not specific hmm. to phil but just in general that's cool phil's best role is uh his cameo in curb your enthusiasm where he plays himself that's <laughs> phil's best huge appear television <laughs> appearance <laughs> um all right well 
Paris, uh, now that we've talked about filling your holes, um, Travis, what have you been watching before we wrap this up? Um, I have three rewatches I would be interested in talking about briefly. Rewatches. All right. Mm-hmm. What's been going on? I rewatched The Beguiled, the remake. What are you doing with your life? Well, Why would you rewatch I... that? Because it's a solid flick, Matthew. <laughs> so we're just giving uh, rewatches to just solid. Well, should I? Now. I'll say how I watched it. I went to go get an oil change, and I watched it on my phone while I was waiting. <laughs> said oil change. So. Do you do that often? I feel oh, like this God. is not the first time on the show you've mentioned watching a movie uh, while getting your oil changed. This is the second time I've mentioned it, and. You know, it's a new thing. It's a reason. <laughs> Every three months, I'm going to do this. Watch a different movie he would never watch otherwise. Yeah. I think the, the last one I watched was that stupid Megan Fox movie that we watched for the mm-hmm. Digest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's even called, but it was... I couldn't tell you. Like, Bite Me or something. S- snow and Snow was involved. That's all I know. <laughs> We watched I thought it was going to be a vampire movies. movie, and it was not. You're not so, even thinking of the same. You're not even thinking of the same. Uh, Megan no, Fox I'm thinking movie. of the right one. No, I'm talking to Paris. She's oh. no. Remember, I thought it was going to be the vampire movie, and it wasn't. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh, right. This because is, there is a vampire. Bit. She is in a vampire movie. Yeah. Right. 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 So yeah, score didn't change for the Big Isle. Still a four star movie. Might be like mm-hmm. a poster child for four star movies, mm-hmm. but um. It's uh, it's adequately horny, but could be ho- hornier. And um, I just think it looks amazing and has some great performances. Like any time there's a shot of sun rays like peeking through trees, I'm just even on my phone. I was cramming. Okay, serious and important question for you about that. <laughs> um, should you get your oil changed every three months? Is that how often you should? Uh, I mean, mileage based, not yeah. It's it's more mileage based. I wouldn't take how many miles should you? I just got a car for the first time in like many moons, and I feel like I should probably get its oil changed. Depending on what oil you use, it's typically like there's different oils. My Mm. God. Well, yeah. There's. Well, depends on your car. And oh the my oil. God. It's a too. Yeah. What is yeah. it like? Vegetable and oil, oil and olive oil and like. Mm-hmm. It's probably anywhere from like thirty five hundred to like seventy five hundred, depending on your car and the oil that you use. Wow, that's a huge range. Okay. The standard yeah, is five thousand. That's like yeah, that's the standard I, five. Yeah. I just gave the Travis is trying to be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I regret asking. Now I'm more confused. But I guess it depends. Every like, five thousand miles, that feels like a lot. If you ask the the right or wrong person, they would tell you as long as you keep your car with enough oil, you're good. <laughs> no, right. like okay, but see, uh, this is another serious important question. If you like need an like, let's say you bought a car and you from a friend, and you got that car in like November, and it's an older car, like maybe like ten. 11 years old and you don't know when the car's oil was changed last would it be smart to get an oil change or is there a little like check engine light that would come on mm. that'd be like you need to change Again, your oil you depends. dumb bitch okay depends on the car yeah some cars yeah. do some cars i would tell say you. what if it's like be a little red should. fiat five 
Yeah, I would say to be safe, you should get the oil changed. But again, it all kind of depends on when it was last changed, what oil was used, how old the car is, how many miles it has, etc. What if I have no information on when it was last changed and what oil was used? They usually put like, like well, a little sticker on the car. Depends on how you. much uh, time and money you have at this point in time. Wait, how much does an expensive. oil change cost? No, they're not, not expensive, but they are time But like, consuming. what is not expensive? Like, like 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay, good. I was thinking they were like a hundred bucks. No. So I'm also dumb because when I lived in California, my uh, boyfriend at the time like had like a, not a chop shop, but like a, like a low key, like had an auto body shop. And so he would just change all my oil for me. So I literally never had to go into a store to do that or into a shop to do that. You should probably get the oil changed, but you probably don't have to worry about it that much because you're primarily just using it for like city driving right like you're not putting a ton of mileage on your car or are you taking it on like road trips and stuff well i mean i'm not like road tripping right now this is a hypothetical by the way this is not about me but um (laughs) (laughs) this whole Um, these have all been hypothetical someone yeah these are just hypothetical from their friend (laughs) it's maybe 10 to 11 years old not me though This is just what would you do if no, um, (laughs) but let's say this hypothetical person was going to maybe drive to and from, uh, Portland in like a month. Uh, that might be, probably should get a little changed before that. As long as you have adequate oil in your car, you would be fine, but it's probably in your best interest to get an oil change just to be safe uh, i haven't had to check a dipstick it's in like, kind of like um fucking 10 know, like years going to the dentist or the doctor like you'll probably be fine but like you're just kind of like adding insult to injury in some cases now hypothetical mm. question you're doubling if you, down on the damage you know if, if you were oil where would you live in the car like where where would i find oil where the dipstick hypothetical question now if you were a dipstick where in the car would i would you be and what kind of stick like a wood stick (laughs) (laughs) matt shut up i'm glad my beguiled rewatch i don't know much about i'm so sorry three rewatches i i am so (laughs) sorry that i got us off track i i really thought that was going to be a short and sweet you guys gonna be like this is what you need to do goodbye forever sorry no, cars aren't that simple, unfortunately. No. Yeah, fucking tell me about it. Uh. Just yeah. don't have a car like me. Or have a fiance who has a car and just drive hers. Man, I just got a car for the first time in seven fucking years. I sh- Don't tell me not to have one. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. Yes. All right, Travis. Beguiled. Four stars still. Nothing changed. But Big time oil watch. It does look great still even on the very pretty very pretty movie all right rewatch number two Uh, what was it rewatch number two the warriors warriors the classic from 1979 that's kind of a cult film but um watched it last night with chelsea drug her into the mix it's been a while since i've rewatched it so you know just wanted to get it in and um honestly this might have been the best watch yet might be the TV, might be the sound bar, I don't know, but visuals and sound were hitting like never before. Um, it's just a fun movie and it looks great. Like some of the, 
the shots in the subways look amazing the like the uh the wet the wet down streets with all the lights reflecting off of them looks great and then the speech by cyrus i mean can't say enough about that can it's pretty, you pretty great dig it? pretty iconic oh yeah yeah it's great and then just i don't know just the like the amount of like probably effort that went into all the costuming and then like even the scene when everyone's trying to scram from the big meeting there's just like a lot going on and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Movie Love rules. That movie. And I rewatched uh, Bonnie and Clyde this morning because um, I'd seen it in the theater a few years ago. I used to go to this theater in South Seattle that would play a lot of old flicks. And um, that's still when Movie Pass was a thing. And I was able to use Movie Pass to go see it for the first time on the big screen. It's that theater that we saw Get Out at, Matt, the mm-hmm. premiere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, in uh, um, Rainier. Fuck, I can't even remember the. Beach yeah, like area. the Rainier Beach, Columbia City, Columbia City, right? Yep. yep, 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 yep. I forget the name of the theater, but anyways, that was the first time I saw Bonnie and Clyde, about five years ago. So I went, wanted to rewatch it. Uh, I think there's a lot of good in the movie, but I do think um, maybe the first half is stronger than the second half. I think it loses some of its appeal i mean that i think the ending is pretty strong but i don't know i feel like maybe it just dips a little in um like what it's trying to say and just like entertainment value and the um like the two-thirds part of it but um some really good car chases some really good shootouts uh it's pretty violent and graphic for the time it um it looks great there's a scene where clyde is chasing bonnie through the cornfields and looks incredible um there's a couple other shots that are, are great as well. Um, but yeah, I I, I kind of like what it's trying to say. Um, there's a little bit going on with uh, Clyde's sexuality and his and Bonnie's sex life that I think could have maybe been explored a little further, especially in the second half. But um, I like the idea of just like the changing of times and like the loss of innocence because like everyone they come into contact with, they kind of corrupt in a, in a way. And um, it's just one of those movies that it's got like a heist vibe to it and also is like a on the run type of movie. And I love that shit. So mm-hmm. it's uh pretty solid. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's uh, definitely worth a watch. I have not seen it. I need to. Although you talking about Bonnie and Clyde is making me want to rewatch uh, Badlands because mm. I still haven't gotten in a rewatch of that. Badlands movie. is great. It is the superior film, but um, Warren Beatty and uh, Faye Dunaway, well, and even like Gene Hackman. I mean, most of the performances are pretty great, but um, Faye Dunaway is a classic beauty. She is great, especially. Oh yes, yeah. Faye Dunaway rules. Very cool. I should I should watch that. I have never it's seen it. It's on uh, HBO Max if Ooh. you're trying to track it down soon. HBO Max, I feel like, is kind of where the good shit is nowadays. I kind of hate their their app. Like, it's yeah, barely works half the time, but... <laughs> as far as the content go, is, yeah, is I mean, they got, they got the new stuff. They got the old stuff. They got the Premiere TV. Like, if, if you had to pick one service to put money into it's probably hbo max yeah i would agree 
So you can watch episode three of The Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. That's all I got. Hell yeah. That's it for me. Paris, anything else you uh been watching that you want to bring up before we get the fuck out of here? No, let's go. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know what's next. We'll be bringing back the digest. We took a little hiatus because of uh, cram jam and busy time of the year. So we'll be getting back into digest shortly. But as far as a uh, mainline pod, I don't know um, what the next crop of films are going to be. I mean, Cocaine Bear just came out this weekend, but I don't know if I'll run, run to the theaters to see it or not. So we'll see. We got John Wick. On are y'all going to do... A review of uh, you people, or will that be too old by then? Mm, not interested in watching it. That's the one with uh, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, I haven't heard one good thing about it, so I'm not really in, uh, inclined to watch it. But, um, I mean, I shouldn't say I won't watch it. I would watch it, but unless um, we do it for the show specifically, I'm not really interested. In yeah, Twisted Media our... comes out next week. Quantumania, not interested. Not interested. We got that new uh, rom com with Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I've seen your mind. I've seen nothing but terrible things about it, so can't and say that's high on the list either. I believe James Frank, or no, sorry, Dave Franco has a new flick directorial effort on Amazon Prime with Alison Brie. I have his, heard some good things about his that wifey. Movie. Yes. Uh, uh, the person you used to know no somebody i used to know now you're just somebody that i used to i hope know. they use that song in the movie they better if they so don't that's a crime that's a half star reduction at least if they don't <laughs> <laughs> maybe a full star honestly <laughs> oh i fucking yeah. love that song have none of us seen knock at the cabin yet have not okay loki i saw some reviews and it looks like quote it's the best Shyamalan since the village which I know a lot of people Never shit on but I fucking love the village it makes me want to it makes me want to see it sounds oh, right yeah. for the, the village the village is awesome little digest oh. uh, Shyamalan retro wait did you say the village or the visit she the said village. the village oh sorry stout's getting to me um <laughs> <laughs> I have seen The Village. I do like The Village quite a bit. It could use a rewatch. The Visit, I've heard mixed things on. The Visit, the visit is was awful. Doo-doo, dog shit, poopy. It is terrible. actual hot dog trash. But actual, literal diaper full fans. of poo-poo. Liter- literally a diaper <laughs> full of poo. <laughs> that, is not, that is not an exaggeration. It is literally a diaper full of poo. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for a knock at the cabin. I've I've uh, been meaning to head to the theater to check it out. It seems dumb, but I'm gonna watch it. It's got Batista in it. Come it seems on. like it's got like a four star ceiling. Like that would be the best case scenario. Well, right. We'll have to wait and see what Shyamalan has up his sleeves this time. So to be determined. I Ron suppose. Weasley's in that, right? Yes, he is. Yep. Huge. Yep, yep. Guy from uh, uh, Fincher's uh, Manhunter. That guy's in it. Yes. Uh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leah Michelle's bestie. The guy that does like the weirdo. The guy that does Tom, like theater. Name, like, the detective guy. No. Yeah, the weirdo. Wait, what? Wait, who? The are we weirdo talking? detective. 
from Manhunter. Mindhunter. 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 Mindhunter, not Manhunter. Right. Mind Fincher's no. Mind Netflix Hunter. detective show. Sorry, the guy, which is amazing, that. and I'm super upset excited. they never did a third season of that. that yeah. We were talking about Michael Mann's Manhunter. No, I said Fincher. No, Fincher no, we're talking do. about Red Dragon. Yeah, but you said Manhunter, and then. My I'm sorry I got you harsh. excited. Yeah, I know we got to be careful with your pee-pee, Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. All the blood we left have... my brain and went straight. <laughs> you guys, we have to close out this show. I think this is the most, like, genitalia talk there has been on a single episode that I've been on, and I don't so like it. So much genitalia, fluids. This is the new, this is the new normal, all right? <laughs> all right. Let's call it. Let's call it call it a show uh that's right, gonna Matt, do end it. the show with uh marilyn manson's new shit oh god <laughs> <laughs> no i actually low-key that song is a banger i'll say this uh before he's, we he's a trash person but that's just a song is a <laughs> <Yes>. banger <laughs> that is true both of those things are true no i got my first uh we got an email to the podcast from spotify saying that uh we've got some music in our noise. shows that they were like do you guys have the rights to this music no and I was like, I'm just going to ignore this. So, <laughs> are we about yeah. to get sued? They were like, we'll assume if if you don't respond, we'll assume that you have the rights, and we will contact the appropriate copyright holders. And, uh, and you're oh, like, fuck, fuck you, for sure, bro. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> no, so there may be some episodes that uh, of this show that may Uh-oh. no longer be available on Spotify. But no, dude, you just have to re-edit the ep- Come on, yeah. Matt, what's the what's Are you the so rule? lazy? What's the rule? You the can rule use... is you're not supposed to use music unless it's no, but you can use you have rights to. If I think it's a you small can use a certain amount portion, right? Like, I thought it used to be like thirty seconds, but maybe it's less these days. It's just it, it probably just got ran through an algorithm or something. And specifically, I use the Taylor Swift song in Megan. The Spotify legal team <laughs> in I the Megan. I think it's I, <laughs> I blame Taylor Swift Y'all, until I used the how... Taylor Swift song. It didn't. We had no trouble. I'm going to go this bankrupt how we because make of this it fucking big? podcast. <laughs> this is how we make it big. There's going to be a controversy. People are going to be like, this little baby indie podcast that had no listeners no. <laughs> took suddenly down got... Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to be in the news fucking crazy. It's going to be huge. So stay tuned for our uh, David and Goliath story. We're making so much AKA money. AKA Comfest. It's not even funny. So <laughs> fucking jokes on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> jokes on them. <laughs> so anyway we're dumb <laughs> we're not filing taxes this year we're just taking the money and running mm-hmm. dude i already got my tax return back and it has been spent wow damn <laughs> came and went that fast i haven't even filed yet <laughs> that's what Paris's load came in went mm-hmm. no 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 your load <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. That's going to do it for this episode. episode. No more loads. We've reached the load quota. The loda. (laughs) The loda for this episode has been filled and it has been. Oh, Paris just straight up left the show on accident, I think. She did. All right. Well, that was a a mic drop. We're going to end it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's episode 114. Hope you guys liked it. That's going to do it. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.